0: No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around.
1: You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers.
2: We've been kicking ass for 200 years.
3: And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation
4: away from extinction.
0: You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargill and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargill
5: and Bruce Flurry. And, it's
3: funny, this is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan. And we are on the air, and guess what? We have host sharing hosting duties this morning, Bruce Fleury. Good morning, Bruce. Good to have you. Well, it's good to be here. Didn't expect to.
0: Uh, you know, I've, I've caught a little bit of a bug, but uh, I seem to be on the road to recovery here. Uh, good morning to everybody on this first weekend of spring. I'm looking out the window here, seeing the trees are budding up, and you know the grass is greening, and... Uh, you know, the new life is uh, ready to spring forth. You know, that's where you get the term spring, I guess.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spring
0: uh, spring
3: forward, right?
0: Spring is sprung. The yeah. sun is with. I wonder yeah. where the flowers is.
3: I'll <laughs> well, tell you what. Um, we, uh, you know, the sun is shining on both sides of the street this morning. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The, yeah. The, there's a lot of people in this in this country that are still in the dark about what the democrat party is up to and uh what seems to be going around today mm-hmm. is this idea that anything that that uh republicans do to disagree with the with the democrats if it's, it's because of racism and hate you know uh you 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 can't uh Propose a law unless the Democrats come up and say to you, well, if you uh, do that, then uh, you're going to you're going to stop this minority from doing this or doing that. Right. And, uh, you, you know, you you get that rhetoric toned down by trying to find out what's best for the the victim. And the Democrats figure out another way to create another class of victims. And, and and the bad part about it is that the number one class of victims in this country are so-called African-Americans. And I, I use the term so-called because there is uh that that description is wrong in all things, because I was born in this country and I was raised in this country, my grandmother, my mother, and everybody, in as yeah, you know, everybody knows. My mother just celebrated her one hundredth birthday. Wonderful. So, wow. so that shows you how long that generation has been in this country. And then the generation before that, my grandmother was um, a a child of a slave. My yeah. great grandmother. Mm-hmm. Now. I got some great grandchildren. My mother has great great grandchildren, and they've never been enslaved, and they've never been to Africa. So I wouldn't, that, I wouldn't even presume to call myself African, because mm-hmm. I, you know. But the thing is that in order to uh, cut the, the 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 stem in in off of the bush of racism people begin to call themselves all kind of names that the democrats had, had put on them just like they put the term racist on white republicans there was a lot of names that they put on former slaves and freed black americans and and today we glorify those names like people of color yeah like uh 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 uh, so many uh, things that particular slogan not that particular uh uh name that people of color comes from the black codes okay yeah and the black codes were designed for black american people that were formerly slaves and, and enslaved because that's how long they were in place
5: mm-hmm.
3: the uh, liberation from black people from slavery by Abraham Lincoln, and 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 his death stopped the the progress that was being made by former slaves. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats figured out a way to do that by, yeah, bribing people and buying their votes and using voter fraud. They they got the agreement of 1877. Today, yeah, when you talk about the election of President Trump being defeated by election fraud, yeah, and that's what happened. What do you get? You get people saying, "Oh, that was the most honest election that we've ever had." <laughs> they do not. They do not want it to be known that this this country. Mm-hmm. And the, and the media and the Democrat Party have paired up mm-hmm. to put across the biggest hoax that ever existed in this country to cover up for the inept clown that we have in the White House now. Oh, boy. yeah, And, I know. and, and, and you see, we got a crisis that nobody ever could imagine is happening right now. And oh. they're talking about there's no crisis. So, well, uh, so just to give that, you have a a, a little story about what the the, uh, the 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 popular thing now, where the Democrats are going around saying that uh that the filibuster is a a, a, a relic of uh, Jim Crow, Jim Crow law, which yeah. the Jim Crow law was the law made by Democrats. So let's not worry about you know all of this but democrats did it just like they put the black codes in before yeah so let, let, let's, uh, let's 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 let, let's go with um the the presumption that you have that that this this uh this idea of the filibuster being racist in a in a Republican. Mm-hmm. uh uh youth uh tool for keeping black people uh under um uh, uh, under control well you know Phil that was just
0: one lie out of many that, uh yeah. that uh, you know it was uh it was told by uh, by Biden I mean we wait here we, we kept waiting 65 days for a press conference and we get this I mean, for crying out loud. He lied about everything. But the thing about the filibuster, he stated that the filibuster was uh, invoked 85 times over uh, the period between 1917 and 1974. Yet David Hersani and Thursday's Detroit News wrote this. Okay. Um, Let me see if I can find it here. Um, Okay. The... uh, Okay, the Senate GOP, Sir, sir her, her hat writes, had to end debate on judicial nominees and break filibusters 314 times in President Donald Trump's single term. Now, to put that in perspective, he continues, every other president in the history of the United States has faced combined 244 of those roll call votes over a filibuster. Biden... Either got wildly wrong information from his handlers, or he's just lying through his teeth, and you can take your you can take your pick. Uh, the no, no, six no, and no, one I, half a dozen the other.
3: I'm going to do just like the Democrats do. I'm going to assume the worst scenario, and, yeah. and, and Biden was lying through his teeth because he knows that the Demo- uh, the uh, Democrat led press. It's, uh-huh. it's not going to not going to challenge him. They're not going to. Uh, they're not going to even make Biden account for the yeah. obvious mistakes and 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 things. You see what's going on with the border. You saw yeah. what's going what's going on with how they dealt with his son, and now we come up with another scandal where the the Justice Department in this yeah. country. Have ex- shown how just how biased they are, and just how blatant the two-tiered system that that we have cited on this program, time after time. Yeah. There's one, there's one justice system for Democrats, and there's another one for the Republicans. And Lord knows, you don't want to be on that Republican side when the Justice Department decides that they have targeted you. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Uh, Ask General Flynn if you don't believe that. Well, well we have Joe on the line uh,
0: from Wyandotte. Good morning, Joe. Uh, you have uh, some input on uh, your thoughts on the filibuster.
1: Yes, I'm loving this uh, Democrat fascocrats, as I call them, because <laughs> you could, well, you could, you know, Antifa and line Marxists are st- straight out of the brown shirts of Hitler and black shirts of Mussolini, playbook, mm-hmm. And you could compare the Democrat Party platform of today with the National Socialist Deutschland Avatar Party of the 30s, and you'll see socialized medicine and gun confiscation and government control of all business and on and on and on. But that, that's a sidetrack. I love this talking point. It's a re- filibuster, is a relic of the Jim Crow days. Well, dementia, yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah. You know what is a yeah. real relic of the Jim Crow days? The Fascocrats Party. The party uh-huh. that created a civil war to keep slavery. The party mm-hmm. that passed all those Jim Crow laws, despite your education system dumbing down people and not educating children to understand that's where they came from the party that started the unconstitutional gun control laws to keep guns out of the hands of blocks to protect themselves from the lynchings of the kkk that was started by the democrat party
0: yeah well you know joe uh in
1: fact uh, derek
0: does have that that sound bite from uh President Biden on the filibuster and so we just we get it accurate Uh, Derek can you run that now
6: with regard to the filibuster I believe we should go back to a position of the filibuster that existed just when I came to the United States Senate 120 years ago Um, and that is that it used to be required for the filibuster and I I had a card on this I was going to give you the statistics but you probably know them uh, that it used to be that uh, the that well, from between 1917 and 1971, the filibuster existed. There were a total of 58 motions to break a filibuster that whole time. Last year alone, there were five times that many. So it's being abused in a gigantic way. And, for example, it used to be you had to stand there and talk and talk and talk and talk until you collapsed. And guess what? People got tired of talking and tired of collapsing. Filibusters broke down and we were able to break the filibuster, get a quorum and vote. So I strongly support moving in that direction, in addition to having an open mind about dealing with certain things that are are just elemental to the functioning of our democracy, like the right to vote, like the basic right to vote. I'm going to say something outrageous. I have never been particularly poor at calculating how to get things done in the United States Senate. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. We're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about.
0: Now that's dangerous, right, uh, guys? Because yeah, that means he's he's got the. This is this sounds like the pen and the phone uh, remedy again, uh, does, doesn't it, Joe?
1: Yeah, well, you, you know, it's like blah blah blah. Uh, all right, uh, I'm losing my place. So come on, man. You know <laughs> the thing. But
0: the thing is, the uh, thing is, Joe and, and, and Phil. The thing about this is, and, and we have we have long memories. Okay, we can remember back to uh, you know the, uh, the 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 four years of the uh, of the, uh, the the Trump administration. Every time he tried to get some something done that would help the American people economically, the uh, you know uh, in trade, uh, defense, whatever, the Democrats opposed it. They were uh, they were solid, and, you know, solidly behind it. Everything they said. Everything that uh, that they uh, that they opposed, they opposed, uh, like, almost 100%. You couldn't break it. And they would Absolutely. go, and they would filibuster facts it, or they would, go, or they would go to the
1: courts. And the facts are, under the first two years of the Trump administration, when we had a U.S. House controlled by Republicans and a U.S. Senate controlled by Republicans, the Democrats used the filibuster more than 300 times. So, again, no. by their own rules, their admission, they this. are the racists. And, uh, and spare us! I know there's liberal loons out there. Oh well, that was all the past. The party switch, bull. Oh, spare us yeah. the big party switch myth manure. It's a lie. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza covers it in three of his six movies. Over less than one percent of the <laughs> Dixiecrats, the Democrats that were racist behind the Confederacy. Switched to the Republican Party, and they can yeah, only name know, strong Thurmond. You know, to which my reply is
0: Robert Byrd. And you know, and you know, you know who else also had brought that up? Pastor Yule on Joshua's yeah. Trail. He yeah. stated sometimes the Southern strategy was an absolute total lie, not just a myth, but a lie. In spite of what one of these uh, one of our regular callers to that show had to say, um, you know that there was. Like you said, Joe, there's like 1% of these Democrats switched over and became Republicans. Now, that doesn't sound like a sweeping strategy to me, does it?
5: Does <laughs> it to you guys? <laughs> no, it, was so, only, yeah.
0: it was only right, one well, so senator that did
1: party,
0: Okay, thanks a lot, Joe. We certainly appreciate the call. Have a great weekend, and happy Easter next Sunday. Right. Uh, happy Resurrection Day, that is.
3: Yeah, uh, this is um this shows to show you of the civil rights bill in nineteen sixty-four. There was a fifty-four day uh uh filibuster led by Robert Burden's uh strong John East James Eastland of Mississippi. James Eastland, yeah. 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 And that was uh, that happened to be one of, of uh Joe Biden's personal friends in the Senate. And he made uh the I, I think you 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 remember that he had to account for him associating with this known racist. This guy is the guy that was uh, probably more instrumental in the people that killed Emmett Till uh-huh. getting off without any kind of uh, retribution, any kind of justice. That's he right. he he leaked. To the jury and to the people in in uh, Mississippi, that uh, that Emmett Till's dad was hanged in the army over in Italy because he had r- raped and killed a uh, uh, more than one Italian uh, female citizen, and they executed him. The, the army executed yeah. him, but they they never. Uh, told what really happened <clears throat> until the Emmett Till case came up, and guess what? Eastland left that information out, and yep. they said it, it biased the jury because, uh, you know, it was, uh, his father was was killed because he raped and killed some white yep. women, and yep. they said the father, uh, the son don't fall far from the tree. From the tree yeah, the Yeah, well, girl. I was like,
0: it's like the uh, like the uh, uh, the sterilization uh, debate uh, from the 1920s, where you know the uh, the the offspring of, of a of a person who was an alcoholic or you know shiftless, uh, lazy, whatever, you know, had something has some defect with them was uh, sterilized, so no more so no more of the offspring offspring could be brought into this world. Uh, we got a few minutes left before the break here. I see Elizabeth is uh, on our call board. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, welcome to the program.
7: Good morning, my patriots. Um, Good morning. Things, and, and I think I might have stated it, and we really need to focus on not dividing the conservative party into grassroots and rhinos. The Democrats are united in their anti-God, socialist, communist, and we need to unite. And one fabulous thing <laughs> is we have the most wonderful young black conservative Republican running for secretary of state. And she wasn't intending to do it. But because of the election fraud that she observed down at the TCS center, Mm -hmm. she is running. Christina Caramo is running for secretary of state and she intends to clean up our election fraud. So Good for her Yes good for her so Christina yes. Caramo, she just she called me last Saturday and said, "You know, I want to let you know before you hear it on the street anyway, so uh, we need what? we need to to support a good the Secretary of State is more important than the governor, as you know yeah if if we don't have an election that matters, then it doesn't matter who we vote for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, Elizabeth, we had tried to warn people of these about these three that were uh, are now in power. um uh, Starting with Whitmer, yeah, and nobody and nobody listened. At least not enough people listened. Um, and now look what we've got. We've got right. we've got a governor who's out of control. A a a, a, a horrible excuse for a governor. Uh, for lack of uh, <laughs> better uh, better uh, uh, description. She's a horrible excuse for a governor. She thinks that she is a dictator, and she's not. Elizabeth, right. we are—we are her constituents. We are not her subjects. And right. I'm sick and tired of her being of us being treated that way.
7: Yes, yeah. and one thing that we can do as believers is speak the truth when we're out in public. One of my. Yeah. Similarly, age friends talked to someone at the gas pump yesterday and said, uh, oh, my gosh, can you believe how our gas prices have gone up? And it's because yeah. of Biden's, you know, we need to speak the truth. I have been talking to young people out and about and young people saying, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired of masks," And we need to speak the truth about all of these things. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know what we know. And we have to start Speaking to people unafraid out in public.
3: Yeah, well, speaking of that, did you did you know that this civil rights bill of 1964 was filibustered by the Democrats against a Democrat president? Yeah, you see, everybody yep. thinks and gives credit to the Democrats for passing the civil rights bill, which in my my estimation was probably some of the worst legislation ever passed because it gives the Democrats a pass to go around the Constitution and do things that are really not should not be done. Just like the election fraud that was performed down in Georgia and all of the, uh, the red battleground states, they were, every last one of those states ended up changing the election laws un, in an unconstitutional manner and got away
0: with it. Which is exactly, Phil and Elizabeth, is why I keep saying don't talk to me about widespread voter fraud like from coast to coast. Okay? Who says it has to be widespread? Ron Fournier who is no conservative pointed out guys that if 40,000 votes had shifted from from and gone the other way to Trump instead of to, to Biden Donald Trump would be would be president had been re-elected president of the United States, so it doesn't have to be widespread. It it has to be strategic. Uh, yeah. you, you you put you yeah. put it in a couple of battleground states like like they did, and this is where and when you start stuffing the ballot boxes, flooding all these uh, the entire states with millions upon millions of absentee ballots that are not requested, you know that type of thing. Then you're going to have this fraud. I mean, yeah. it's,
3: it's an open invitation. And and and, and Michigan led the fraud. Ban with all of the ballots that they sent out unsolicited. Un, un. Uh, un- yeah, I got five of them. Yeah,
2: I got right. five of them.
0: My wife got four of them. My brother, who had died in in in, in, in
3: June of twenty twenty, got three or four himself. So we have got to get together, and like you said, Elizabeth, we have got to put uh, 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 fighting among ourselves. And we have got to form a united front to go after the Democrats because they have changed this country drastically and the big changes are yet to come.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, Thanks again, Elizabeth. Talk to you later.
3: Thank you, Elizabeth.
0: You're listening to the
4: Abolitionists' Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Starjell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600.
8: Hello, I am Milt, and this is, logically speaking, uncensored. The Democrat Party, receivers of stolen properties. The Democrat Party, during the 2020 election for president, stole millions of legal votes meant for Donald Trump, and recycled them to China Joe Biden, making him a receiver of stolen property. This unlawful open thievery mystified people as to how it happened. But if you know the history of the Democrat Party, you know that they have been receiving stolen properties ever since their involvement in the buying, selling, and trading of black slaves as property. Today, with assistance from evil forces domestic and foreign, especially communist China, they are transforming the United States into a vote-stealing sanctuary. Many people don't know that their vote is their personal and sovereign property, and any usage or transgressions against their vote without their permission is unlawful, and any entity that accepts an unauthorized vote is a receiver of stolen property. The Democrat Party's business operations procedures are comparable to a chop shop. For information, a chop shop is an illegal business that receives stolen property, primarily vehicles, to remove parts or renovate the vehicle to recycle back to the marketplace as lawful property. If you exchange the word vehicle for vote and chop shop for the Democrat Party, Their operational procedures are virtually identical. White southern plantation owners who expedited the creation of the Democrat Party were enthusiastic receivers of black people as property. Today, people allied with the Democrat Party are de facto receivers of stolen property. Democrat Party efforts to protect their ill-gotten human properties provoked a civil war that killed thousands of Americans and ruined the lives of many more, financially, mentally, physically, politically, and spiritually. The Democrats, the master receivers of stolen properties, stole Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. remarks and legacy fight against Democrat Party racism, segregation and oppressive hatred for black people and in chop-shop fashion refers his words and legacy as to make it seem they always loved King and never racially oppressed black people. The Democrat Party blueprint for advancing white nationalism, privileges and supremacy was stolen by Adolf Hitler, a maniacal tyrant who integrated it into Nazi Party ideology. However, using chop shop operational procedures, the Democrats, receivers of stolen properties, renovated their history to conceal their contributions to Nazism. Today, the Democratic Party, as neo-communists, fascists, Marxists, socialists, has cultivated stealing of lawful votes into a methodical art. So from today forward, the Democrat Party, who engineered unapologetically the unconstitutional theft of millions of lawful votes meant for President Trump and recycled them to China Joe Biden, are criminal receivers of stolen properties. I am milk, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, think about it. Great comment. And, and thanks to Milk
0: for...
3: Another great commentary, and not only a great commentary, but great insight into what just uh, we're talking about today. And, yeah. and what I mean by <laughs> that is, I just want to give a quick reference to, and then we're going to get to the phones. I want to give a quick reference to this uh, this filibuster that the Democrats ran. Uh, if if i can pull it up here if not i'm going to go right to the call
0: wasn't that uh, the uh, segregation now segregation forever no that was george wallace <laughs> it's yes it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard keeping track of all these uh, all these uh democrats uh, spouting all these all these racist remarks i mean my goodness
3: yeah and and the thing is that uh that today's people looking back have uh gotten this impression that the uh that And most black people were in opposition to the Democrat Party. For whatever reason, Democrats controlled the black vote. And Mm -hmm. And they didn't think about voter suppression like they're talking about today. They talked about controlling the vote. If either you voted Democrat or you didn't vote. And if you did try to vote, you might find yourself the... The, the, the ornament on a, on a tree, yeah. hanging on a tree, because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they were serious. And this is one of the reasons why I believe that the Democrats have the control of the Democrat, of, of the black vote today. Black people right. vote 90 plus percent for Democrat candidates. No other yeah. minority group or no other group of people, <laughs> no ethnic group. Votes in that, a higher percentage of votes. And, I know.
0: And what know.
3: is what is the reason for that? You know, and, and because they have, as I said, they have accepted the role of victim, mm-hmm. permanent victim. Yeah. And, and, and we have become the country of the Democrat Party as black people. And yeah. black people are permanent victims. Yeah. Permanent consumers and yeah. permanent underclass. And that's what the Democrats <laughs> intended to do, and that's what they've done. Yeah. And we play right along with the with the with the bunch. Well, I guess we got
0: Tom who's on the line, uh, with a comment about the filibuster. Uh, go ahead, Tom. Uh what are your thoughts?
5: Uh, yeah, okay. Um uh let me <laughs> okay. This is uh this is uh from uh Common Sense by uh, Thomas Paine, and I think this should be required reading for any any uh, person, uh, any patriot that believes in the republic. Uh, basically, uh, he published it in 1776, and it was the first work to openly ask for independence from Great Britain. Okay, uh, in this in the section on uh, thoughts on the present state of American affairs. Uh, let me let me read what he says here. He says, um, okay, and in order that nothing may pass into law but what is satisfactorily just, not less than three-fifths of the Congress to be called a majority. He that will promote discord under a government so equally formed as this would have joined Lucifer in his revolt. Uh-huh. Um, and... I mean, you know, I, I it's uh I actually uh copied uh, uh this uh from uh I got it from uh, ushistory.org and it's only about 30 printed pages, but um yeah, I mean, I I can't begin to, you know, like <laughs> condense it any more than, you know, but he he talks about the difference between you know, the monarchy and the problem with the king and the problem the colonies were having uh, with yeah, the yeah. king's bureaucracy and things of that nature. And it's so well articulated um, that I think it should be mandatory reading. Um, yeah, I, I,
3: I agree with you because uh, the the, the, uh, the school system and the media have combined to really do a job on bringing this history out. You can oh, open yeah. up... You can open up the internet today and find stuff that is absolutely appalling. Uh, what uh, what I was going to uh, just relate to you that filibuster that was ran on the uh, on the nineteen sixty three civil rights uh, proposal, and later uh, the you know the actual bill was was uh, there was a fifty four day filibuster. And yet, and still, and by the Democrats, to a Democrat president who proposed the bill, and and yet, and still, the Democrats get the credit for passing the civil rights bill. And, and yeah. personally, me, I, I have said on many many occasions that the civil rights bill of 1964 was uh, was probably one of the worst things that could have ever happened to black people in this country because what it did was it set up controversy that the Democrats have exploited. They're the ones that did it. But they are also the ones that filibustered President Eisenhower for all of the time that he was in office whenever he tried to put up a civil rights bill. Lyndon Johnson himself was actually at one point the leader of the Democrat uh, Senate Senate Majority, and, Majority Leader. Yeah. Senate, Senate Majority Leader. And guess what? He, he, he worked along with Al Gore Sr. Mm-hmm. Easternly, this guy uh, that uh, from Mississippi, Don, uh, John, uh, Robert Byrd, and a yeah. bunch of other people, and they filibusted that thing for eight years. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't allow it uh, to, to the floor. As soon as Johnson got elected as vice president, him and John Kennedy pushed this <laughs> bill across and and, uh, and 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 got all the credit for it and then uh, I don't know how many people know it but the statement that Lyndon Johnson said after upon signing the bill should have yeah. been enough for anybody that knows anything about it that uh, that they should have known that th- this was a bill not for uh, the advancement of, of, of the rights of uh, black Americans, but no more than the increase the power of the Democrat Party. And that's what the outcome of it has been. Well, thanks for the
5: voice for the very, A couple other things. Uh, you know when you're, you you uh, Joe Biden's talking about the filibuster and it looks to me like he's taking advantage of people's ignorance because there's was, there was actually uh, two filib he talks about the old filibuster and the, what they're calling the filibuster now is the, uh, you know, the 60 majority, where that's, yeah. you know, that's the uh, the three-fifths that Thomas Paine was talking about, okay? Mm-hmm. But the old filibuster was where you could have only 25 percent of the Congress disagree with something. That's when they did the talking filibuster. So there's actually – what they're talking calling the filibuster did. now is, you know, it, it, it basically – so – in other words, Joe Biden is up there talking like, you know, uh, he, he's telling everybody what it is. But, you know, he always slips in, you know, little misinformations all to he wants to basically, you know, change everything in the whole country with a one vote majority in the Senate. Yeah. Re- you know?
0: yeah reconciliation. Well, look at what Dick Durbin said in 2018. OK, uh, this is again from Hersani's uh, uh, column of uh, this past Thursday. I said that in 2018, abolishing the filibuster would be the end of the Senate. Now the second-highest-ranking second highest senator maintains that the filibuster is a death grip on American democracy. Why is that? Senator McConnell taught me that I was wrong, Durbin said. He managed to use and abuse a filibuster so many times and stopped the Senate in his tracks. What in hell is Durbin talking about, Rice Versani? Republicans have not used a filibuster since 2014, seven years ago. So here we go again. The lies, the deceit, the obfuscation, the smoke screens, all this stuff and they're, they're 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 throwing this out on an unsuspecting gullible public that is uh that's the antithesis of a of a, of a strong functioning republic that is people are not informed which is exactly. what it takes in order to keep our our leaders in line. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, thanks
3: very much, Tom. We
0: certainly
3: appreciate the phone call and keep uh, doing that research and, and bringing us up to date on what you, what you find. Thanks again. Okay. Thanks, we, uh, we have Gary, we have Gary in uh,
0: Tucson. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gary, good morning.
2: Hey guys. Um, good morning to you. Uh, now one of the things Milt said really stuck in my claw, that he used the term chop shop. And I realize that uh, the Democrat Party has chop shops all over the United States. Uh, they use them to uh, chop up our uh, language. Uh, they use it to chop up faith. Um, in a more crude and rude method, uh, they use it to chop up babies in the womb. Yeah. And yes. I apologize for the imagery there, but you guys are professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they use it to chop up our history. They use it to chop up our children's minds in our schools and uh, turn them against our country. And more sinister than that, they use it to chop up their sexuality so that they don't know who they are, so they willingly walk into rooms and have their genitals mutilated in chop shops called doctor's offices. These people are sinister and and most reprobate, disgusting people I know, and uh, they're in charge of my country, and they're chop-shopping it right into the ground on an hourly and daily basis. And if they get rid of the filibuster, the chop shop will be coast to coast. And uh, we, the uh, conservatives, the patriots, the people like uh, Elizabeth, will be running around trying to avoid getting chopped up because that's what they're going to do. They're going to come after us with all the power and authority they have, or they have assumed they have, like all other fascist dictators throughout history, and it's coming live to America. Um, she's talking about Elizabeth uh, uniting and throwing out the rhinos. Well, that's a lot tougher than we uh, can possibly believe. But we, she's right. I mean, we have to fight. There's no question about that. But that chop shop imagery is everywhere, if you look for it. That'd
0: make a great campaign campaign ad, wouldn't it? Yeah, Yeah, Uh, yes, yeah, (laughs)
2: yeah. Yeah, Got that. All right, guys, you be well. Bye bye.
0: Thank you, sir. God bless and have a happy Easter, uh, happy Resurrection Day to you, Gary. Next week, okay? We're going to go to the Edwards Notebook right now, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment.
4: For all the Christian voters who preferred Biden, I'm still trying to figure out what in the world do you use for brains? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. President Trump and all of humanity are blessed with a creator who does not condemn us forever because of past sins. Like every born boy or girl, Trump is not perfect and committed wrongful acts during his life. But since giving his heart to Christ, Trump, like all of us, has shown he is not perfect. But in many ways, Donald Trump has exhibited a more Christ-like attitude than many Christians I know personally, including ministers and reverends. Very soon after being elected president, in 2016, President Trump encouraged a group of sappy preachers and prophets jockeying for position on his prayer team that they should boldly stand for their beliefs in God and not accept being discarded by society. The foolish Christians who either voted for Biden or did not vote at all, are no one, as far as I'm concerned, and they have no one but themselves to blame for the erosion of our religious liberties and the literal amped-up war against all we have learned to be good, according to the Word of God. So now, our border is also spiraling out of control. You like that? I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition.
3: And we are back. And uh, thanks so much to uh, Ron Edwards for another great commentary. And I just wanted to say that um, yeah, uh, some of the stuff that I pulled up, uh, some of the information that the the uh, the Democrats have been sliding on, is that it says on on this day in, in 1964, Edward Dirksen, Republican, Illinois the Republican leader in the U.S. Senate condemned the Democrats' 57-day filibuster against the 1964 Civil Rights Act, leading Democrats in their opposition to civil rights for African Americans with Senator Robert Byrd, Democrat, West Virginia. Now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he led the filibuster why uh why does he escape the title racist which he was and former clans member to his dying day yeah and uh he uh, uh, he was forgiven uh because uh uh what's his name uh, uh John Lewis said that uh he you know he he was a, a great man and all of this and and he forgave him for uh, even though he filibustered the uh, the Civil Rights Bill, but he yeah. couldn't forgive uh, Donald Trump for winning the presidency. He would yeah. not even attend his <laughs> inauguration ceremony and wait, lied wait. about it and said that he 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 uh he had attended every uh, inauguration ceremony since he'd been in the Senate, which was a lie because he didn't go to George Bush's ceremony either. So I mean, so they can forgive Democrats, as Pastor Yule used to say, you can forgive Uh the Democrats for uh, slavery, but you can't forgive the Republicans for taking us out of slavery. Yeah, well, well, you know, Phil, uh, this is
0: what you just said that the uh, the Democrats, the left, in 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 particular, have a uh, have a monopoly on. You know what people see and what people hear now. Uh, you saw that uh, Jack Dorsey uh, from uh, Twitter, or yeah, I believe it was Twitter, um, had, had issued specific orders that that the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story, just before the election that that, that that broke, was to be was was basically to be killed. That story was was to be killed so that people would not know what was going on prior to the election. This was an October surprise to beat all October surprises. Yes. Yeah. Now, that strategy worked. And guess what? Now Dorsey has reversed himself 180 degrees and said, we should not have, have, have quashed or killed that story. And, de- and Republicans, or Democrats, rather, who voted for Biden, who didn't know anything about this, once they found out about it, they said they would have not would not have voted for Biden. Yeah. So, so this right here gives is a great illustration of, of their control that they have, and which brings me to uh, uh, to a little a little plug here for our friends at Hillsdale College. As you know, the uh, 1776 uh, Commission was established uh, just before the uh, the end of the uh, the Trump presidency, and uh, basically that was uh, uh, an answer to the 1619 Project that uh, yeah. uh, which just lies about history. The the commission was. Uh, was abolished on January 20th. But the 1776 report is available at Hillsdale College, or actually through encounterbooks.com slash 1776. And the, uh, the, the, the list price of the book, I believe, is $14.99. But if you use the coupon code Hillsdale, you'll receive a 40% discount, and you will find out about the report that explains the core principles of the American founding and how they've shaped American history, considers the leading challenges to these principles at home and abroad and calls on all Americans to restore our national unity by rekindling a brave and honest love for our country and by raising new generations of citizens who not only know the self-evident truths about founding, but act worthy of them. This edition features the original text, with the addition of the notes and the commentary. So I urge everyone to go to EncounterBooks.com slash 1776, order your copy of the 1776 report, use the coupon code Hillsdale, and you'll receive a nice 40% discount. This is how we get our republic back. Because if you remember the words of Benjamin Franklin, a nation of well-informed men who have been taught to know and prize the rights which God has given them cannot be enslaved. It is in the region of ignorance that tyranny begins. This is what we face, not just now, but over the long term. We have got our work cut out for us, and we need all the help to get. Uh, Phil, our our listeners can help us get that second hour back by supporting us financially, and all they got to do is send that check to uh, the Art of Michigan, Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan,
3: P.O. Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, for you. Thanks a lot. And uh, folks, we will be back next week with another hard hitting show. And we got some more information. So you keep collecting that information and passing that information on. And I guarantee you that with the help of Hillsdale College, we'll pull ourselves out of this nosedive that the Democrats have got on us. Table. I the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.